I'm not feeling that. so good. I'm not feeling so good. Uh, Me either. I'm not feeling so uh. good. Uh, for the past couple days, ever since we read this book, I don't know, I've just been feeling kind of delirious. Feeling oh, like delirious. a delirious, feeling kind of, kind of not good, Bryn. Yeah, <gasps> I know my throat really hurts, and oh, I've got a fever, and the fever. only prescription is more anamorphs. Is more. I think you're right. I think we have to. I think. I think if we talk about this book, then we'll feel. Better, It'll feel Jenny, better. Jenny, yeah. What do you think we have? What could it Bryn, possibly be? I think we have the sickness. No! <laughs> and seed. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Animorphs Book Club. That was our interpretation of uh, being sick. I hope you enjoyed. We're so good at this. We're very good um, actors. We're very good. Mm -hmm. Someone call the Tony. Call Tony. Call Oscar. Call, call Emmy. <laughs> call them all. Wait, aren't Emmy's right. music? I don't know. Call them anyway. Um, I don't really watch award shows. Oh, aren't you fancy? <laughs> you just don't help my interest. I watch the like all the nice dresses at the beginning, and then I usually yeah. dip. Yeah. I watch the Tonys because um I'm gay. But anyway. Oh, welcome Very to the Animorphs Book Club. Uh today we're gonna be talking about uh the sickness. Oh, if you don't know, this is a book club and podcast where we read each of the Animorphs books for the first time and talk about them. Today we're gonna be talking about book twenty nine. The sickness. We're Bryn. getting down with the sickness today. Bryn, we're getting down with the sickness. <laughs> <laughs> the amount of times we have made that joke. Is before, really, before, is before really problematic. Before we even read this book. Before yeah. we even read it. As soon as we saw the title. We just, like, oh, we're getting down with the sickness? We're, we're, we've been getting down with the sickness. For... Oh, oh! <laughs> what? what? That's, my, that's, my, that's my impression of Surge. From, from the song. Uh. I'm gonna get, get down with the sickness! <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. oh! He's like coughing. I love that song because I love that part of that song because he's like, he's like, oh, we're getting down with the sickness. Time to cough. Oh, oh. So unironic, like, unironic system of a down fan here. Uh, unironically. unironically. Ariel's, Ariel's came on in, in, at my job the other day and I was unironically just like, yeah. <laughs> you know what? I love that for you. I mad respect. I listen to I unironically listen to I have a I have a, a workout playlist called Workout Music for Edge Lords and a good chunk of it is System of a Down. Toxicity is a genuinely a really good song and I and mm -hmm. I like it. I I think new metal is a is a underrated genre. I agree. <laughs> I just realized that's a really uh, that's a crime of a sentence. That's it's a, not. a the UN is gonna get my ass for saying that. That's a war crime. <laughs> that's a war crime now. To like, to like to like system of a down it's yeah. a war crime somebody's gonna go back in time and rewrite the rules of the geneva convention just so that liking new metal is gonna be, can be classified as a war crime no honey is on the wall <laughs> honey is on disorder disorder that's also my impression of sir i like when he does the the voice 
You're valid. Thank um, you. Anyway, how are you I'm doing? Listening. It's good. It's good. Other than that, of, like, unironically listening to things. I've been listening to Cake for the last like two weeks. Um, Cole, what is that? So it's a band from the like the late '90s, early 2000s that my mom used to play a lot. Their most famous song is "Short Skirt, Long Jacket," and I'll play it for oh, you. Oh, what? What? It's basically this guy describing his ideal woman, his ideal woman, in like specific detail, and uh, that's hilarious. His ideal woman is a mean lesbian. I was listening to it the other day because I listened mm. to it religiously, and I was like, "This is either a mean bisexual or an even meaner lesbian." And I think- a mean wallowa. Either way, <laughs> she's just she. Yeah, she sounds horrible, and I love her, and I want to be her. Anyway. Powerful, and it's. Do you think? Do you think Jake listens to Cake? I don't think it's outside the realm of possibility, but it seems a little. It's a little pug for Jake. Um, Oh, I thought you said it's a little. I thought you said it's a little pug. (laughs) I was like, for Jake, he gets a little bug. (laughs) No, although I think Jake is the type of person to have a really small dog. Um. Canonically, he doesn't. He has a golden retriever. I know, but I think he would have like one really big dog and one really small dog, and he's Fair. the kind of guy. I'm like, sorry, I, I keep interrupting you. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. What were we talking about? Oh, we we're talking about cake. Yeah, it's a great band. Most of their songs are like nonsense words. It's mm-hmm. so good. Um, like they have one. All of their album titles are really weird names, like Comfort Eagle. Fashion Nugget. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they're all really weird. Um, Fucking and randomly generated. Randomly generated, but every single one of their songs is a banger. I especially like Comfort Eagle, which is really good. Um, and a lot of their songs are like critiquing the like fake kind of rock and roll lifestyle of like the late '90s, where it's really just like rich people going to shows. Um, and, like, critiquing, like, the consumerist aspect of, um, like, going to shows and, um, of, like, the music industry, basically. Mm. Anyway, it's really good. That's too much. My mom- (laughs) Too much for me. No. My mom used to play The Distance and Short Skirt Long Jacket all the time when I was a kid. I had no business. No business. No business. either of those. When I was like nine years old, and I Valid. knew every word. Um, speaking of children, my... yeah. Speaking go. of children who have no business learning things <laughs> about the universe, let's get into this cover. Meeting God. Meeting let's God. Get into it. Meeting Nazi Sauron. <laughs> Space Sauron. Space Nazi Sauron. Um, How do you feel about this cover? I mean, this is your girl. That's your goal. This is my girl. This is Cassie. This is my girl. This is Cassie. Um, <laughs> this so is Cassie. So true, bestie. So true, bestie. Uh, I love this cover. Straight yeah? Up. I like, yeah. I like the, like, the noir background. It's black mm. and white clouds. And I really like how the Anamorphs title and the spine and, like, the, and just the Anamorphs and logo uh matches the color of cassie's shirt yeah i was thinking the same bomber jacket that she's got on which is strangely Mm -hmm. fashionable for a girl 
Um, and I like the, how, like, when she's morphing into a yerk, she's, like, morphing on a axis. Like, she's pivoting. Like, yeah. Like, the same place, but the rest of her is, like, I like that for some reason. Yeah. Um, the only thing I don't care for in this cover is that the Yerk is like the same size as her. <laughs> Why are they? The that same is size? weird. I know it's just for like so that you can see what she's morphing into because Yerks are small enough to like fit into her into your ear, but that just it's I don't know it's a little bit weird. I don't like how it's just like a five foot long year. That makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, and yeah, what do you think about this cover? I like it. I like it. I will say, I mean, in my, we all, I think I mentioned this last week. In my head, yerks don't look like that. In my mm-hmm. head, they literally look, because well, aren't they described as like gray? This is green. And I do think he looks, it looks less like a worm and more like, I don't know, a manatee. <laughs> creature. Yeah, some sort of sea creature. Yeah, but I I mean, yeah, it has little flippers. I, I don't know. I guess, I mean, I don't care. It's like, it's because that's, I guess, what the can, canonically, well, it depends on how canon you consider the covers to be. Because I think you can, I mean, with all books, you can, like, choose how the characters look in your head. And that's what's great about books. So I guess the one thing I don't care for is also the yerk. It just doesn't look like how it should in my head. <laughs> I'm very, I'm very, I'm very hypocritical. I <laughs> like, I don't know. No, it's okay. I like, I guess I just like the interpretation of yerks looking like leeches instead of like, like little manatee worms. Mm-hmm. I know. And all of your drawings, they always remind me of like flatworms. Yeah. And those like- are creepy to me. Flatworms are really like like tapeworms. Flat, all that shit's really gross, and I think that's what I think of 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 a year having that vibe of being like, oh, it's like a tapeworm. So I also really like the imagery and like symbolism of of them kind of looking like flatworms and just worms in general because worms are like one of the first things that evolution produced that were like yeah parasites. some of the first multi celled organisms. So they're really like low on the evolution ladder but yurks have really high intelligence and i think that totally plays into the um the overall yurk narrative also um, they're easy to draw <laughs> also they're easy that's to part draw. of why i draw them as little gray worms but I love uh, other than that draws, as controllers they're like coming out oh. of our ears yeah because we suck because <laughs> we're These terrible suck. Uh, we can't even keep the yurk in there um but yeah, I will say, other than one look around was like, Mm-mm. I don't want this. Uh, other than that, I do like the colors. I like Cass. I like the fit. She's kind of she's got the drip. Um, mm-hmm. I like the. I mean, yellow is one of my favorite colors to wear, so I think it looks really mm-hmm. beautiful. I love the background on this. It's really nice. Um, uh, yeah, I like it. I'm gonna give it a three on the scale. I'm gonna give it a three. Three sporks. Three sporks. I'm gonna what give are you it, give it? I'm gonna give it like a four sparks. Okay. Um, I really enjoyed this yellow moment. I I think a black and yellow is black, white, and yellow is like a really good combination. Mm. Uh, black and, and yellow. And I especially like how it's this like soft. 
kind of watered down yellow because yellow usually hurts my eyes, but this one doesn't, mm. um, which I appreciate. Um, can we talk about this tagline for a second? Oh, yeah. Chelsea's about to make change for the better. Mm, that's, I guess yeah. that's true. Yeah. 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 I'll give that. Yeah. I give, I give you that. Um, that makes sense, right? Like yeah. That? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Sorry, I'm um, not responding. That strawberry I just bit into was very bitter. <laughs> it was very sour. Oh yeah, uh, Jenny and I are both. We're eating fruit. Like, we're eating fruit. I'm we're eating healthy. an apple peanut butter. Jenny's eating. I'm eating crepes uh, and strawberries, français, if you will, in the in the in the French language. <laughs> um. <laughs> Sorry yeah, to France. Sorry to, to this man. Uh, no, don't apologize to the French, ever. Um, anyway, we're gonna <laughs> try to keep the eating noises to a minimum. Mm, but yes. Just so you know. Anyway. Uh, let's get Without into further it. ado. Let's get, let's get into if, it. If you will. Let's get down with the sickness. Let's get, let's get, get down, down. Get down with the sickness! <laughs> oh, oh! <laughs> so. <laughs> it's Cassie's book, baby. It's Cassie, baby. It's Cassie. Um, it's my girl. I love her. Uh, she's got the spiel, right? She's I will the... say, one of the things I like about the spiel is she's like, uh, I wish I could tell you my whole name, because that would mean I was a nice, normal girl. But I'm not either one. Not nice. Not normal. My friends think I'm nice. Oh, <laughs> sweetie. Oh, baby, sweetie, no. Oh, well. Oh, baby, sweetie, no. She is nice, but she's like, I mean... I mean, like, I have li- ripped out a living creature's throat with my bare teeth. So, like, I don't think I've I'm... murdered people. <laughs> She's like, I've definitely, like, I've killed some people. I am 14. Um, whoa. Whoa. Sure. Okay. Jinkies, jinkies, jinkies. Okay. Um, jinkies, jinkies. But she's she also but, mentions, yeah. like, oh, yeah, you probably think the Yerks are pure evil, but, and this is, you know... The realization she came to in the departure, um, where she she's she's like, if a yerk wants to be free, it has to ho- have a host. If a yerk wants to be free, it has to make another living creature a slave. Not an easy choice, is it? That's very true. That is true. Anyway, so her and her buds are playing. Uh, they're at their lunch table, and they're playing. Um, I don't know. It's like a desert island game. Like, you pick two annoying people, then you have to choose which one of them you'd rather be on a desert island with. And, and, and I've Rachel's never like, played that. No, I haven't either. <laughs> Rachel's like, Baby <laughs> Spice or Marco? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then she, she's like, Marco's not very funny. This doesn't actually matter. What matters is the hot goss that's happening. Oh, the hot steaming tea. (laughs) The absolute, the, uh, yes, tea, honey, what, pop off tea. You better tea work, (laughs) sis. Hi, tea. Hi, bold. Hi, old. You better go, tea on period, sis. Anyway. Jenny's having a stroke. (laughs) I'm having a gay stroke. (laughs) That's pee on anyway, period, on sis, on wig, at Charlie XCX, on snatch, on boots, on fur. Period. 
Anyway, uh, Allison and Brittany, <laughs> which is Very the most like, oh, these are bitches. <laughs> Jealous bitches. Um, it Jealous. Is a, jealousy is a killer in this industry, my love. Um, but she, they're like, they're talking about who they should ask to the dance. And, and Ash, Rich, Allison is like, maybe I should ask shake to the dance he's gotten so cute he's gotten so cute and she, she, she Cassie has she's like my jake the jake my my jake and like oh and then she's like uh it's kind of only an inside thing like it's kind of an inside thing we've only kissed one time both- although i would like it to happen again <laughs> she's like i would consider it i would be With nice due consideration I have decided I would like it to happen again. Um, I've so gone I'm over the notes. I've gone over the paperwork. Thing. I've gone over the studies. And I would so like it to happen like, again. I've done the research and I've come to the conclusion that I would be fine with that. What the fuck is happening? Is that an alien? I don't know. What the? Oh, it's... It's this like we're being truck invaded. B four air. We're being invaded, people. Ugh. Uh, why does why do you have your siren on? Oh, it's like one of those street sweepers. That's what. That's what it is. Oh. Sorry. Well, anyway, the dance is uh, the the prom is tomorrow. <laughs> the dance is gonna happen. <laughs> it's such wow. it's such like a nineties like. Oh, the dance! I, I I don't even have a date for the spring dance. I, it's a classic trope, and I personally love it. Um, although, like, reading all this, like, oh, the dances tomorrow really hyped up dances in my mind, so that uh, all the dances in high school that I went to sucked, so. All the, I've, yeah. Uh, <laughs> all the dances in middle school sucked. <laughs> like, yeah, that's, that's what true. this is. Um, but Rachel is like, listen, bitches. <laughs> Don't even <laughs> think about it. Jake is with Cassie, and then, and then Cassie's like, "Uh, um, okay." She just kind of put that out in the open, and and she, Allison's like, "I don't know, man. She's here. He's sitting way over there, as opposed to right here." And then Brittany's like, "Yeah, has Jake even asked her to the dance? <laughs> the dance? <laughs> the dance macabre?" I don't think so. You know that if um, they if they continued past the first ten books in the show, they would talk like that. What hundred percent they would talk like that? It's because they're co- and they're from California, so unfortunately it fits. Like we, yeah. we, I hate to tell people who aren't from here, but some people do talk like that, and we just can't help it. It's just how it is. Yeah, it um, is how it especially is. Especially people from SoCal. And that's not slander, <laughs> that's just a fact. Uh, for the first um, time, it's not slander against SoCal. <laughs> I hate, I have not slandered SoCal in like... <laughs> Get the board out. Bryn has not slandered oh, SoCal so- in blank days. <laughs> this doesn't count as slander, but I haven't slandered SoCal in several episodes. I only do it in real life now. Okay. To my coworkers who are from SoCal, we get into big fights about it on the line. Anyway, anyway, um, uh, they—it's funny. This conversation is funny because uh, Brittany and and Allison aren't even talking to Cassie; they're just talking to Rachel, as if yes, he's not even there. Rude. 
So rude. Rude, but funny. Ugh. Rude, but funny. Poor Cassie. But, um, um... Anyway, they go forcibly sit next to Jake. And they're like... Rachel get things done. Yeah, she's like, we're going to the dance, and you're taking Cassie. And Jake is, like, choking on his macaroni and beef. <laughs> He's like... <clears throat> oh, and then Marco yeah. is like... I guess that means you need a date too, Rachel. I could make time in my busy schedule. And then Rachel's like, look at that, a flying pig. Oh, sorry, my mistake. I thought for a minute I saw a flying pig, but I didn't. And that's the only time I would ever go on a date with you. (laughs) Jake was recovering. (laughs) I love this entire scene because this is just them being kids. Uh Um... And I love it. Anyway, Jake is like, his face is on fire. Yeah, but Jake, he's like, he's like, we could use a night use doing something nice and normal. And then, uh, and then Marco's like, oh man, every time we try to do something nice and normal, bless you, it ends up turning out nasty and weird every single time. Oh, Marco, my boy, you do not know the half of it. (sighs) And then chapter two, the dance. The dance. <laughs> Just like the dance. Look, this year it's dun, arrived. Dun, dun. Uh, this really brought me back. To, oh, um, uh, Glen Hills Middle School. <laughs> mm. Um, we didn't have we had dances. We that. also had um, we had like rec nights, milestones, mm-hmm. rec nights, and then. We had a fashion show one time. Unironic, I am not joking. We had a fashion show. Fully, we had a catwalk set up. We had nice food set up. It was... Anyway, all I'm trying to say is, like, this really... Uh... Really brought me... Really brought me to a dark place. Wow. I didn't... Wow. It didn't bring me to a dark place. It just... I, I never went to dances as a child, which I do not regret. Um. I don't regret it in middle school. I do slightly regret it in high school because I didn't, because of scheduling stuff, I didn't get to go to my homecoming or prom my senior year, which was a bummer. You know what? I think one of these days we're going to have to throw you a prom, Jenny. Aw, thank you. But middle school, I don't miss any of this shit. I never went to any middle school dances. I hardly went to the high school dances. The only reason I went was because my friends dragged me out. And um, I remember senior year, this is a little off topic. Um, my senior year homecoming, we got bored of the dance because it was so loud. All my friends and I went and sat in my friend Casper's car and in the parking lot. Um, and we ate a bunch of chips and passionately discussed hamlet while abba was blasting on the stereo and then the vice principal came out in like a blind rage and was like are you kids doing drugs and then like looked at us and like like we all knew him and he's like please leave please leave he was like he was like at least you're please not doing vacate drugs, like, the premises please vacate the premises and then we went to safeway and we all got bell peppers and ate them like apples um, See, all this sounds very fun. <laughs> it was it was fun. Oh, my high school also had pageants called Mr. FHS, um, where all of the senior guys would, like, do a pageant. Like, hmm. like a full pageant with, like, a dress section and a swimsuit section and, like, a, like a, um, a talent section. 
It was really something. Yeah. Anyway, um, they're acting very hormonal. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Does that make sense? Sure. The kids are acting no. very teen. Yeah, they are. They are being very teen. Um. Uh, but he's Cassie, Ca- wearing heels and makeup and, and heels and a makeup and a dress. Um, Axe is getting checked out by a bunch of people because his human morph is is very cute. Uh, very androge. Everybody's just like androge. Everybody's just checking Axe out, which I just love. I, I just think that's so funny to me. Yeah, it definitely reminds me of like those NBs, like who are like, I want to make every person of every sexuality very confused when they see me. I want to be hot for everyone. Very similar. <laughs> it's very, very similar. similar energy, but it's unintentional from Axe. Unintentional. Like, very unintentional. He doesn't even know how human like attention or attraction works. Um, he's just over here existing, and everyone is like, Ooh. "Oh my god!" You know. Uh, Tobias is also hard. there, uh, in his human morph, and he keeps getting. Also, he's getting looks. He's getting looks. He's getting looks, you know? <laughs> that, I went into a dark place, and I'm very sorry. <laughs> you did, you did. I think it's not, and uh, <laughs> Cassie explains, it's not because, like, he's necessarily, like, super, super cute. It's because, like, he just gives off this, like, don't fuck with me vibe. Now, yeah, because he's, he's like a bird. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't have facial expressions. It's really funny. He's got like the bird intensity in his face now, which I think is very fun. He's just like blank face. He doesn't even. He never even smiles anymore, which I think is very funny. Oh, um, and then also Mark. Marco, Mark gives some very he okay. Axe is like. What she 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 is checking me out? What does that mean? And then Marco says the most. He phrases this in the most bewildering way. It means that girl over there is warm for your form. It means she wants your body, Marco. Why would you say it like that? I feel like this is. I think this is a combination of factors. I think Marco is messing with Axe. I think this is also how Marco phrases it to himself in his mind. And I also think this is very 90s of him. Um, but it it's so... It's such a weird way to phrase it. It's really not helpful. That is actually the worst. Yeah, because Axe starts to look a little like, what? <laughs> my body? Body? My skin? My skin? <laughs> And she's then like, she's making her move. Although, if you want to get rid of her, just try saying body a couple. And then Allison shows up and she's like, "Hi, I wanted to know if you, you know, want to dance." And then Axe is like, "I would like to shuffle my artificial hooves to the music with you, but you cannot have my body, my bod, d, my bow, d." And then Allison's like, "Oh, you know, I, I hear my, I hear my friend calling me," and then she fucking runs away. <laughs> This is wild. And then Axe is like, they got food here? Can I get food? They got food? Axe really only came for the food. I do love that they brought him, but he really only came for the food. He was like, I enjoy, 
body. I enjoy the way my tongue hits the front of my mouth when I say that. Ooh, do they possess the delightful flavors of grease, salt, and sugar here? Oh, God. <laughs> God. Uh, suffice it to say, Axe in particular is starting to act really weird. Um, but uh, they're they're chatting, like the kids are chatting, and then like they're talking about nothing. They're doing the island game, and Jake's like, "You want to dance?" And she's like, "I'm not good." And he's like, "I dance like a lumberjack." And and then they start dancing, and it's so cute. It's so cute. It was so sweet. <laughs> This is the sweetest moment in the entire book, and um, it gets it gets ruined very quickly, uh, because it does get ruined. It gets quick quickly. It gets worse. It gets worse anyway. But like this two and a half paragraphs where they're dancing and they're just having fun, and they're just like being kids, perfection. So um, cute. I almost cried. And then everything goes to shit. Everything goes to shit. Um. Cause, Cause Cassie's like like locks eyes with Rachel and is like, Yeah, you should go dance with Tiba and then like she notices Rachel is look is his eyes are her eyes are locked on Axe. Everyone's eyes are, are locked on Axe, and then a lump on Axe's head is throbbing to the music. <laughs> Cassie's like, We have a problem. So they like they shove through the crowd. Marco like like takes his shirt and like he has his like flannel over shirt and wraps it around why was marco wearing a flannel to a dance because he's bisexual <laughs> come on get it together bryn i thought you were on the same page as me but like i guess not <laughs> anyway he like he like wraps his head like he like wraps axe's like head in his shirt like it's a bandana and sproying axe's eye stalks are bursting out and then and then he's like axe get it like rachel's like uh, grabbing him, like and like like making the bandana look nice, and then Jake is like, "Axe, you need you're starting to demorph. You gotta chill out." And Axe is like, <laughs> "Demorph. That's a very pleasant sound, D." And then he's like, "He's Cass is like, he's delirious." <laughs> um, and all of a sudden, Axe is like still like morphing, and they notice that there's like, okay, where can we go? Oh, we can go. There's no teachers um, uh, supervising in the girls' locker room. Let's go to the girls' locker room. Axe is like shrieking in terror. He's she's like she wants my body. And then there's they they they're heading over to Chapman uh, and Mr. Tidwell. Mr. Tidwell, the strictest teacher oh in the school. Um, and Axe and they're like one Axe needs to get it together because one shake of the head and the and the the eye stock would be revealed and Chapman would see it. A fatal look. And then they come up to the, to the teachers, and Tidwell is like, he's obviously been drinking. I know this boy. I'll call his parents. Um, and then Mr. Tidwell leaves uh, with Axe, and they start going after him. Chapman blocks him, and they're like, wait, we gotta go. We, gotta, we have his meds. We have his medication. We got his meds. Mario's like, he's got narcolepsy or epilepsy, some kind of epsy. Just let us in. Some kind of Etsy. Um Some kind of Etsy. But they 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 um start to th this is gonna this is very confusing to me when I first read it. But basically Cassie gets towards Tidwell and, and Axe and like like Axe like Mark like Axe is trying to 
morph back into human, but like he's not making it happen. Something is going well. Two legs shoot out of him. Uh, Tidwell isn't seeing all this because he's like his head. He's not facing Axe. <laughs> um, and then Marco's like, "Oh, there's bombs in the school. We gotta go." <laughs> There's cherry bombs. Cherry, cherry bombs, bombs everywhere. everywhere. Um, Marco. And all of a sudden, rip! Um, Axe's tail bursts out of his pants and knocks over Mr. Tidwell. And then he uh, goes to... Uh, Cassie like goes to pick up Mr. Tidwell. Tidwell grabs her by the shoulders and walks her down the hall away from everyone else. And then he's like, don't say anything. Don't Mouth, mouth. He's like mouthing, like don't say anything, and then and then Cass is like, "Uh, we we just go back to get our friend," and then he's like, "Don't, I know your friend is an Andalite." Oh, oh, this is this is when I was like, "Oh, it's gonna be spicy." Oh, it's gonna be spicy. Oh, it's gonna be spicy. This is no. Let me let me spill the tea here today. A little bit of spice. A little bit of spice here today. That's my Um, Wendy Williams impression. Death to all of them. It was good. Dula Peep. Um, I'm not very familiar with Wendy. Williams, Do you know Dula Peep? But... You know about her? You know about Dula Peep? <laughs> Dula Peep? No. You don't know about Dula Peep? Oh my god. Wendy Williams, I think she might have dyslexia. <laughs> but she was trying to say Dua Lipa, but she kept saying like on the teleprompter, she read it as Dula Peep. And she's like, 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 there's a whole compilation of her trying to say Dua Lipa. She keeps saying Dula Peep, Dula Peepa, Dula Lipa. Like, it's the funniest thing ever. Anyway, Dula Peep. You know, Dula Peep. Um, but anyway, back to the serious story. Um, Tidwell is, uh, is also like, I know who you are and what you are. All of you. My name is Ilim. He's a, a controller, you see, Mr. Tidwell. He's like, I control Mr. Tidwell. We are both part of the Yerk Peace Movement. We have a message for you from Aftran942. Snap, snap, snap. Snap, snap, snap. That rhymed. And also, holy shit. This is, this is, like, the Andalite. Spicy. This, I was like, oh. Oh. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, I see what's going oh. on here. This is what we're going for it. We're going for it this Now, point. here's the tea. If you don't know Aftran, um, right. uh, if you don't know Aftran, uh, she uh, uh, is the Yerk. friend. Yeah. She is the, is the Yerk that uh, Cassie uh, was familiar with in the departure. And at the end of the departure, Aftran basically said, if, if you stay as a Yerk for, for the rest of your of your of your life i will never i will also stay as a year for the rest of my life and although cassie did end up turning back into a human so maybe that somewhat dampens the sacrifice um aftran has seemed to to stay with with her vow of not taking a host unwillingly uh which is what we learned from ilum here but we also learned something very important which is that aftran has been taken by your security and wants to, uh, Visser 3 wants to handle the interrogation personally. And the interrogation is going to be held, uh, in the next few days. Uh, and the, the, because the Visser is attending a reinduction seminar on the blade ship. I love he's going to a TED talk. He's going to a Jimmy John's training event, going to a corporate training. Like, 
<laughs> That's very corporate funny. Seminar. Corporate seminar. That is so funny. Oh. I, you know how Europe's like like to pull different aspects of different cultures. They took that together. from the humans. I think the, they took that from the humans. They took the corporate culture from humans and they melded that with their colonial. I mean, as we all know, Visser One is a girl boss. Corporate culture. We do know that. Do you think she wears pantsuits? Yes. I bet she does. Uh, uh, by the way, oh, yeah. uh, well, this is a very serious moment, but while this is happening, Axe's legs are getting, like, sucked back into his chest and then slamming back out, just like, <laughs> like, over and over. It's a very yeah, funny image to that. me. Um, but, but Cassie is like, uh, uh, well, Tidwell is like, Aftran is imprisoned in the Yerkpool, and we need your help getting her out. And then Cassie's like, how do I know this isn't a trap? How do we know we can trust you? If you couldn't trust me, you'd be dead right now. If I don't go back in, Chapman will come looking for me. I'll be in touch. Get the end light out of here. And Tudwell goes back into the gym. And um, Rachel is like, are we going to let Tidwell go back in there after what he just saw? And Cassie's like, well, he's with the, the peace movement. He saved us from Chapman. And uh, he's like, everyone's arguing. And then Tobias is like, shut the fuck up. We need to get Axe home because he's not doing good. And Axe is, like, there's, like, he's back in his human wharf, but there's, like, a green-yellow pus gluing his eyelashes together, and he's, his lips were trapped, like, when you have a high fever, and he's like, I am de- 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 delirious. <laughs> I imagine when he was doing, for, I imagine the scene, like, he, you know in House Moving Castle when he, like, slimes his house? Yeah. Very slime. That's what I was imagining. Yeah. Start to happening. He's like he's like fucking like like porky pig. Yeah. But that but that's all folks. Um so they get back to the back of the barn and uh it was not a fun trip. Uh, they're like, all right, put him in this last stall, get the trough, fill it with water, get a blanket. Uh, I'm going to take care of this horse. Uh, don't worry about my parents. Uh, get out. <laughs> um, so they get, they get all the stuff and they take care of him. And then, and they're like, Axe, what is going on with you? Like, like, is, are you okay? And he's like, yum foot. And he's like, what the fuck is that? And, um. Axe is trying to explain, but his like thought speak is fading. Um, so they give him some water, uh, but they're able to. He's able to explain. It's a disease. There's a disease organisms collecting in my tria gland. Um, and they're like checking his temp, okay. and it's like, oh, it's ninety five point five. And they're just like, I thought he had a fever. And then she's like, I don't know, but he he could. Maybe I don't know. Andalite normal temperature. And then he's like, oh, 91.3 is the normal temperature. Basically. That's a bad fever. Yeah. Uh, but basically, Axe has a brain tumor. Uh, kind of. No. <laughs> kind of. No. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Is um, it like a swollen gland? I am not a doctor. <laughs> yeah kind of like so like basically one of his lymph nodes basically got infected 
Um, it sounds like Andalites have like a pretty significant gland in the in their body that filters out uh, like bacteria and organisms so that the rest of the body doesn't get infected and it like backed up um, so so it's like really swollen um, yeah it's yeah. basically like when one of your nodes gets infected but also this affected this this whatever is infecting him is contagious which is important. well the, the thing is also uh, the it like keeps diseases away from the body so if it bursts the diseases will get loose throughout his body and the only way yeah it's like a catch-all yeah the only way to fix it is to take it out or i will die and then they're like okay how where is the tree located like where is the tree land located and he's like it's in my head and then marco's like oh shit we need to perform brain surgery. We need to f- perform Brian surgery. I, we need to perform brain surgery. We need to perform brain surgery. Um, and we need it right now. <laughs> we need it right now. What an elegant way to ruin a very serious moment. Good job, us. Yeah, um, baby. Yeah, baby. That's the ticket. Uh, so here's, let's, let's do a rundown of all the things that are happening right now. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Hax needs brain surgery. Mm-hmm. They don't need. They don't know when, or how, or they know why. Uh, yeah, Basically, they, they don't, they don't have all the answers about physiology. Where. They don't know physiology, yeah. and also they need to rescue Afran uh, from death and like. Yeah, and well, it's uh, the th- the important part is that it's like interrogation. So if Aftran reveals, because she was inside of Cassie's head, if she reveals anything, which I mean, both Ilum and Cassie are like, she definitely will because it's torture, and I I wouldn't be mad, but like she will reveal the t- the tea. Um, <laughs> if if that happens, we're all fucked. Like the movement's dead. We're done. So mm-hmm. basically, shit is happening. <laughs> You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, no one knows what to do. Cassie's, like, the closest thing they have to a vet here, but she's not, like, an alien She's not vet. a brain surgeon. Uh, she's un- definitely not. And she is also not, like, Mission Impossible. So, that's fun. Uh, anyway, she goes all ER on them, which I really like. Yeah. Which I think is very but she, like well basically they don't know what to do because like Cassie does not think she can do this brain surgery because I mean ah, it's fucking brain surgery not only that but it's brain surgery on an alien right that like she's right. never no one ever knows but um at, like and she doesn't have any equipment and like any anesthesia any anything training yeah nothing. um but but they're but they're like that's not the only thing that's fucked up. Tidwell fully saw AX go Andalite tonight, and then Jake is like, "Look, look, look. Okay, um, tell me what Tidwell said." Um, so she tells them what Tidwell said, and it's like, "Okay, coming to our houses would be very messy. It would attack attention. Getting us all to the Yerk Pool, that's a decent strategy." Um, and they're like, while they're talking, Cassie's like thinking like. I really, I fucked this up by letting Aftran live because Marco wanted to kill her, but I let her live. Even mm-hmm. though, you know, killing Aftran would have meant killing Karen. 
so you tell so you tell yourself, Cassie. Um, so you tell yourself. She tells herself the reason that she, the reason that she wanted to like let Aftran live was because she wanted Karen to live. But I mean, you and I both think that's not true. <laughs> yeah, and even in the last paragraph, and in the next paragraph, she says, "To save the life of a person I didn't know, I risked the lives of my friends. I'm not all noble and wonderful. I did it because I'm a coward." I couldn't take the life of that little girl or let Marco do it for me, even though that I knew by letting her live a wonderful planet full of people, of people might die or worse, become infested by Yerks. Um, yeah. Yeah. She's basically saying like, I we don't need to like, we don't need to open this can of Yerks again. Um, we don't need to, like, we don't need to unpack body. all of that. <laughs> we don't need to, we don't have time to unpack all of that. Um, but yeah, but it, what it boils down to is because of her choices, whatever their value, we're in this mess because of her. And she knows that. Um, yeah. So that's what it is. They also decide um, to get Eric and um, uh, help it, like help, get him to help them, like set up a hologram. Get, king. get the king to set up a hologram. <laughs> Literally. Uh, and, and Eric is like, this is a change. I'm usually the ones giving you guys some bad news. <laughs> At least he's self-aware. Like he, he is self-aware. I like the thought that he just kind of like prances in there. You know, what's he's like, up? Oh, what's change? What's, what's up, y'all? I love him. When is he going to be a full Animorph? Just curious. Just like a full, like considered a full he's member. I, th- I don't know. He's too, co- he's, he, do, he does the covert ops. He's the, he's the. He's too good. He's the secret, the secret agent, the secret agent man. Mr. He is Mission Impossible. Kid, kid, Spy Kids. I've never, Spy Kids, there we go. I've never seen Mission Impossible, but I have seen Spy Kids. We know, we watched it together. (laughs) At your house. No, 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 I know. I I, I remember. I know, I just think that's funny that I just remembered that we did that. He said, "My sisters were there too, and they were like, what is wrong with you? What is? Why yeah, are we watching? They had never this? seen it. And forced them to watch it. Yeah, uh, it was good. But they're like, how can we get into the Yerk pool? Because they have the 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 Gleet bio filter. Um, and then Marco's like, uh, the piss. Uh, there's toilets. <laughs> they go pee, right? They gotta take a leak at some point. And then Eric is like, there are toilets. We can go through the peeps. We can go through the pipes." Oh, Marco. Bing, bang, bong. Um, Bing, bang, bong. But also, um, so Eric is like, all right. Well, actually, Tobias is like, we can do eels. Eels are fast. They have them. They're in tubs in the, in the, in the, behind the bait shop. I can go, I can go get them. Uh, And then he goes and gets them. They're tasty, too. And um, they are tasty. Um, And Axe, luckily, is not close to the crisis point yet. He's doing fine. Uh, and Eric is like... He's not close to point break yet. No, point break. Which is, I think is point break in, in reverse for Andalites? Or is that how it is for humans, too? I'm confused. I don't know biology. Point break is a movie about surfing. Oh. <laughs> just... Yeah, point break is a movie about a guy who does a bunch of extreme sports and drugs. Oh. Um, the only surf movie I know is Surf's Up. With penguins. <laughs> One know, of them is from Sheboygan. 
I love the that. Chicken. I love the fact that we were like, you know, we were like, oh, Point Break, never heard of it. Mission Impossible, never seen of it. Spy Kids, a classic. Surf's Up, also a classic. No, Surf's Up is great. <laughs> with infinite taste. Surf's Up is a great movie. And, and anyone who disagrees it is, is wrong. No, I'm not saying it's not a great no, movie. No, no, I know. I just think it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just like calling things Point Break because I think it's a funny phrase. Axis is not to the point break yet. Um, but <laughs> sounds so intense. <laughs> Eric uh, makes a hologram a- around the both of them, and um, Eric's like, "Do you want like a like?" Well, Cass is like, "Do you want like a book? It's gonna be kind of boring." And he was like, "No, I have several thousand books in my stored in my brain. Sometimes, in my brain. sometimes I pass the time by seeing how many I can read and comprehend at the same time." Okay, forget I asked. Sometimes I forget how weird Eric is. Like, Eric's not just a robot. I mean, sorry, an android, but, like, also an alien. Uh, and also ancient. Thousands of years old. I don't know. Because he's just, like, some... But he's also just some guy. He's yeah, just that's just so great. Uh, that's why he's the best. It's so good. It's because he's just some <laughs> okay, dude. Love him. Some dude. We need to we need to draw some, some Eric fan art. Oh, I'm working on it. Um, I cannot wait, bro. So they're like, "All right." Uh, they they bring back the eel and they acquire it, and then uh, Cassie gets she gets hit, and she's like, "Oh, axe! We'd be doing this mission without axe." Well, uh, an hour later, they're treading water inside of a water tower. It's basically like they're swimming in 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 the night, like they're swimming in the night sky. It's just pitch black and terrifying. And they're like, okay, remember all the directions, remember all the things, remember you know time, you get it together. Um, but they morph into, mm-hmm. um, they morph into eels, eels, and then all of a sudden, swoosh, they start fighting each other. They start fighting each other. Yeah, yeah, but whoosh. Straight yeah, down yeah. at a million miles an hour. Down! Through a hole. And it's like, wee, this is fun! And then all of a sudden, pipe! <laughs> They're trying to remember the directions of all of the of all of the things. And they notice, um... Axe, or, or Jake is, um... Starting to sound kinda... Sleepy. A little tired. A little tired. Oh, uh... Uh, not a little. Oh, and earlier he was saying. She, uh, earlier she had mentioned that when he was giving directions, he had like kind of like a glazed yeah. He was look in he was eye. very pale and sweaty. He was pale and had a like a yeah the glazed gleam in his eye, and she thought it was just like the glazed look that he gets before it, when he's concentrating before a mission. It's not. Uh, it's not. It's not. Uh, well, because Jake almost, like, loses the direction, and they have to, like, daisy chain to catch, to catch him to make sure they don't go down the wrong pipe, and Cassie's like, oh my god, he's sick, he's feverish, it's spreading! (gasps) 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 God! Ah! He's sick! Why do I sound like um? I sound like I sound like Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> ah! <laughs> I don't know what Pee Wee Herman. I don't know Pee Wee like. Herman. That's okay. Not personally, <laughs> I've never met him. 
No, I've never. I'm not acquainted with him. I'm so sorry that I'm not a close personal friend of Mr. Pee Wee Herman. We don't go out for lunch or breakfast. We've never had coffee. (laughs) I've never met him. I don't know his parents. I don't know his family. (laughs) I've never never been to his house. Uh, anyway, <laughs> um, Jake is sick. Jake um, is sick, and so and they're all kind of freaking out, and they're like, "Let's do a vote." Uh, I'll be in charge. No, I'll I'll be in charge. And then they're like, "Stop! Your Jake is not dead. He's right there." Um, and and then Jake is like, "Uh, let's get out of here." And they're like, "Uh, but we have to go down the thing." And he's like, I, "No, no, no, no. We all gotta go." Um. Jake is like he's completely out of it, and all of a sudden, uh, she's like, or Tobias is like, wait, it's like air. There's air currents, you know. Like we can go with the current, go go with the rhythm, and go with the floor. Um, and they're like, okay, cool, let's go with the flow. All of a sudden, they're going left, right, left, right. Uh, uh the slide to the left, bam, slide to the right, bam, crisscross, bam, bam. Cha cha now, y'all. <laughs> Turn around. They're doing the cha-cha slide uh, down these pipes. They are in the in the pipes as eels. I'm doing the electric slide. It's electric. Boogie woogie woogie. Oh man, I love the idea of them doing the cha-cha slide. It's very funny. You know what? I think three episodes in a row now we have mentioned and or sang the electric slide. Good. Freeze. Everybody clap your hands. Come on. Cha-cha now, y'all. Turn around. I think I have that whole song memorized. (laughs) But we don't have time to unpack all of that. Thanks, middle school. Oh, speaking of middle school dances... Speaking of middle school dances, they're lost on the pipes and about to get shot through a fire hose into a burning building. Oh yeah, they get that's what happens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They find an opening and unfortunately the opening is a, a, fire a fire hose. Five eels blown from the end of a fire hose arcing through the air towards a burning building. I was like, wonder if any of the firefighters saw that they're like, oh what the fuck? What the fuck? What the, um, what the fuck? fuck? But they they're 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 fine. They they're in a burning building. Um they morph into humans and they're like yeah. stairs up. Jake's getting up the stairs and he suddenly leans over the railing, voms. Uh they're all choking on smoke. And then they morph into birds and they leave. <laughs> and they're like, yeah. That was not fun. <laughs> Marco was like, well, that's fun. Let's do that again real soon. Yeah. That was fun. Um, Jake is like, yeah, my mind is gone. Um, And then Jake, they're, as they're going back to uh, the barn, um, well, they're, as they're going back to their home, their homes and or the barn, um, uh, Marco this whole time is talking about different ways of talking about puking. Very funny stuff, Marco. Technicolor yawn is Very the best one. Stuff. I will say. 
I agree. I do. Uh, tangoing with the toilet is also a good one. Mm-hmm. I think. Rolfing. Um, cascading. Cascading is <laughs> is sophisticated. I hate, uh, but I think throwing up. Oh, it's not fun. Uh-huh. Anyway, what were you gonna say? The best one was. Oh, the best one I think is just a good old-fashioned vom. I do know? love a vom. I don't love vomiting though. <laughs> it is the no. worst. It very rarely happens to me. Like I'm talking once every mm-hmm. year and a half. Hell, I haven't. I I haven't thrown up since I since in like two years. Uh, since my senior year, it was not fun. Uh. Uh-uh. One time I was homesick. I must have had the flu or something. Um, but I was I didn't eat anything all day, but I still threw up eleven times. Oh. And it's one of those vomits where nothing was coming up. Sorry if this oh is very God. upsetting to hear. <laughs> it's like yeah, to all the people at home. Can... You know what? That was one of the sickest I've ever see. been though. Cause I also just I'm gonna finish the story and then we'll go on. That was the same day that I I fell asleep and then I woke up at eight at, at night and uh uh it was dark out, but I thought that it was the morning. I thought it was eight in the morning and I was like, I'm late for school. Cause middle school I was in middle school at the time and middle school started at seven thirty in the morning. Um I was also in like fifth grade, which was middle school for me um but i was like i was like eight and it was dark and i was like i'm late for school and then my brother's like no it's the same day and i was like what and then i went back to sleep what what what, what? anyway technical or yawn yeah. <laughs> um it's a good one but they give jake they get to, to jake's house and and jake is like like cassie's like jake has the flu i gotta go um and then she Bye. she calls um she calls Rachel up and she's like, "Hey, uh, how's a how's our buddy doing?" And then Ra- Rachel's like, "Jake is lucky. Our other friend has a much much worse case of the flu. Our friend has uh, some long, particu- partially delirious explanation that you don't want to hear. Uh, the bad news is that we're all going to get sick too. This strain of the flu is extremely contagious. Gotta go. I think I just heard your parents' car." And then Cass is like, "If we all get sick." Who is going to save Aftran? And who is going to operate on Axe? All of a sudden, bing, bang, bong, Cassie is suddenly in a operating room of some kind. And Noah Weil is there. <laughs> he's like, he's at the crisis who point. Is Noah Weil? He's a star on ER. Uh, she's we, having we a are. very weird dream where like, she's trying to work on Axe and all of a sudden Axe is her dad. And then all of a sudden she suddenly wakes up and she's like, you're going to be late for school. And also, it's weird. She can't stop yawning. She's feeling kind of tired. Um, and, uh, well, she also oh, spent God. half, well, it's most, a lot of that is because she spent half of the night as a fly on Jake's wall. <laughs> watching over, <laughs> literally, watching over her, watching over her, her, B, her BF, just in case. Um, her BF. Her beloved. Her beloved. Uh, just in case Tom uh, might overhear Jake babbling about some shit. 
But she says he didn't. He did not spill the tea even in sleep. No. She was like, I got the f- distinct feeling that he knew how important it was that he didn't spill any tea, so he kept it locked up tight. Tea was left unspilt. Uh, but she visits Axe, um, and and he's like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I'm that I'm sick. And she's like, hey, even warriors get sick sometimes. It's not your fault. And Tobias is like, I've told him that like 3,000 times. <laughs> he's mad. He's he's having a bad time because that's his bro. That's his homie. Tobias is like uncle. St- stressed out. Um, it, like this book doesn't go into it, but I can just imagine that Tobias is like like flutter pacing through the rafters because he's just so stressed because mm-hmm. uh, he's worried about Axe. Yeah. It's a sweet thought. Yes, it is. Um, but she goes to school and notices that Rachel is not there anywhere in her classes. So she gets, uh, uh, she goes to the payphone outside the gym and she's like, hey, Rachel's mom, is Kat, is, is Rachel there? <laughs> and Rachel's mom is like, does she have a name? Not, not Rachel. Does does Rachel's mom have a name? Does Marco's dad have a name also? Do any of their parents have names? Except for no, Elfanger? It must, this is like a this is like a peanuts like wah 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, you know. They're not that relevant to the story. True. And also, like, I I didn't know my friends, like, parents' names, because I would never call them by their first name. That's true. Name. Well, let's call Rachel's mom Brenda. Sure. Brenda says that Rachel just fell asleep. Uh, she's been throwing up half the night, so she's got it. Jake's got it. Things aren't going well. Uh... But she's uh she goes to lunch, uh she scans the tables for Marco, and all of a sudden tap tap tap, Mr. Tidwell is there and he's like, We need to talk about the Spanish club party. <laughs> and they go into an empty classroom and he's but like super intense. Super intense. We need to talk need about to the talk Spanish, about Spanish club, club party. party. <laughs> it's a very funny image. But they're like uh-huh. The, uh, they she he leads her into a classroom and is like Mr. Three is returning earlier than expected. Aftran's interrogation may begin as early as eight tonight. Well, tonight, oh these kids, God. this they cannot catch a break these three days. They really can't. They really cannot. Ugh. Yeah, but she's like, why did you come to me? You know Jake is our leader, so why didn't you go to him? And and he's like, well, Aftran trusts you. Only you. So deal with it. And she's like, I wish I, I wish Ilum hadn't singled me out. We should all be here. But also, we're all sick. And then uh, she, she's like, I have another question. What about Mr. Tidwell? The real human Tidwell? I mean, um, this is a very fascinating explanation. Ilum is like, oh, yes. Uh, originally, uh... Uh, I was a slaver, and Tidwell was my slave, and it was unwilling. Um, however, uh, you know, experiencing his distress led me to join the movement. And at the same time, I began to hear about a Yerk, Yerks who were, who thought it was bad to take an unwilling host. 
Um, and then she's like, it, it, it did, he's like, it didn't happen all at once, but gradually I realized that I did not want to inhabit Mr. Tidwell's body if it meant sacrificing his freedom for me. And now Mr. Tidwell has something to say. I'm repeating his thoughts as I hear him. And then, this is interesting, Tidwell starts speaking for himself. That's cool. This is something we really haven't yeah. seen. Absolutely. And this is like, not necessarily like the goal, but this is, this is great, I think. Um, that, like, the Ilum decided, realized that, um, what are thoughts? What are words? It's good. I'll... <laughs> I, like, can't put two thoughts together for some reason right now. Are you- Bryn, move on. are you feeling okay? What? I think I might be getting done with this. Oh, no, no. it's just because I haven't had, like, a- <laughs> No, just because I haven't had, like, a day off in a week. Um, That's okay. We're good, though. Um, um, but she's like, uh, okay, what do you want to say? He's like, Cassie, I invited him to stay in my body. I thought together we could do more for peace than he could do alone. He is within me now with my permission. My wife died a few years ago. For a long time, I didn't care about anything. I stumbled through life, getting myself to school, getting home again. And then he's like, you know, when Ilin gave me my freedom back, I realized I wanted to do something more than, than just, you know, living with it. I might as well join the fight so I could have something to fight, you know, something to fight for. What could be more important? And Ellen and I, we've become friends. He's actually very good company. You know, sometimes a gay lover can be a brain worm. <laughs> sometimes a family is a gay lover who is also a parasite inside of your brain. Sometimes that's true. Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> what? You know what? I'm right. Ah, uh, that's totally not where my mind went. Really? That's totally not where my, my mind. My mind went. immediately yeah. went to oh, boyfriends. My mind immediately went to wow. I love my my mind went to queer queer platonic relationship between two different species, and I was like, wow, actually that sounds amazing to like have a person that you're like completely connected with, but have no um and you're like friends in the most intimate sense you don't have uh but there's like i don't know I, yeah valid i my, saw them as boyfriends <laughs> yeah i'm arrow ace so like that my mind almost never goes there uh my mind will always go first to like damn what excellent healthy like what an excellent healthy friendship uh, i will always be gay um on me that's okay. Um, but yeah, um, they're tight. Either way, they're homies. <laughs> Either way, they, they be homies. Either way, they're homies. And they be rolling. Yeah, love that. And he's like, oh, he also. We also oh. learned that the peace movement is growing. We now have nearly a hundred members, but not all the Yerks in the movement have hosts because, you know, ethics. Um, and also, not all ethics. the hosts are not all the suitable hosts. for battle. Yeah. And also, and then he's like, here's the deal, Cassie. Uh, I'm sorry. 
that your friends are ill. Um, but this needs to happen. Otherwise, everyone you know will die. Everyone will get rounded up and made into controllers. Everyone you care about will die. It will be complete, total, permanent defeat. Okay? And then Cassie's like, why did you sound like David Rose for a second there? <laughs> With the, okay? Okay. David! Uh, um, but, and then she's like, okay. I just, what if, Bryn, what if in the David Chronicles, David talked like no. David Rose? <laughs> David the whole time just had trauma because he couldn't fold in the cheese. But what what, what does that mean? mean? What does Can that you just teach me this one thing? You have to learn what this yourself, mean? David. Uh, but what does that mean to fold I in the cheese? Teach you everything. I cannot. Can teach you teach you me everything. this one thing? <laughs> yeah. Can you teach me this one thing? It says what, fold what in the cheese. <laughs> I just watched that episode like two days ago. Um, have you seen the one? Uh, Jenny convinced me to start. Shit's Creek. No. Yeah. Jenny. Yeah. She convinced me to start watching it. Um, I feel like I'm losing brain cells every time I watch it and hear them. Uh, well, this is I, evidence. I would be friends with Alexis. I'm a little bit. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? I really like the one, uh, I can't remember what episode it is exactly, but Moira laughing without moving her mouth. <laughs> mm, I haven't gotten That's very funny. These are dark times, Charlie. Not that dark. Um, But she's like, okay. If we can do it, we'll do it. Uh, and then she's like, wait a minute. Ilum, if you could survive a few hours outside, Mr. Tidwell, could you? And then he's like, she's like, I have a plan. A totally terrifying plan, but a plan. So they, 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 she catches up, she goes, she gets out of school. She catches up with Marco on the street, and she's like, all right, Marco, Visser 3 is coming back early. And he's like... <laughs> Do you remember five little monkeys? <laughs> and he's just like, she's trying to explain the plan. And he's like, five little monkeys be jumping on that bed. And they're all falling down and breaking the head. We're the five little monkeys. <laughs> and then she's like, you're scared, aren't you? And he's like, yeah, of course I'm scared. <laughs> I really thought he was all the way gone. gone and then he was like, yeah, of course I'm fucking scared. Yeah, uh, yeah that's Marco. He's like, Axe could die. We're getting ready to go into a year pool with half our usual fighting force. Half. That is, unless another one of us kneels over, keels over in the next couple of hours, which could happen. Um, very Marco of him. And then Cassie, like, takes his uh, temp, like, with the back of her hand, and she's like, man, she's ca- he's kind of hot and clammy, but, you know, he's just probably worked up a sweat. All of a sudden, <laughs> the vomits. He's, she's like, are you feeling okay? And he's like, yeah, I'm fine. I am totally fine. Immediately vomits. Immediate vom. Um, and then he's like, another monkey just fell off the bed. Um, and then she's like, damn, this is crazy. Uh, and then she's like, he's like, what if you pulled it off? And then he's like, only later did it occur to me. Marco had seen the fatal flaw. If I succeed, I rescue Aftran. Then what? I'd have an outlaw Yerk without a host and worse by far, without access to life-giving Candrona ways. I could save Aftran, only to watch her die. 
Tough break. <laughs> That's rough, buddy. Tough shit. That's rough, buddy. So uh, uh, they go back to the barn, and uh, she does the math, and she realizes they have about eight hours before they hit the crisis. Um, but uh, Tobias still hasn't figured out a pattern for how his temperature falls. Sometimes it drops slow, and sometimes it drops fast. And uh, Tobias, er, Cassie's like, you know, you might have to do the, sur- do the surgery yourself. Because um, um, Rachel and Marco are out. And then he's like, cool, I, I, I will try, you know, uh, I'll try. And then she's like, you know, I'm also going to have to try. Because I've, I've put splints on birds and I've shoved pills down gooses' throats. But that's not brain surgery. One cut in the wrong place, and Axe could lose his ability to speak or breathe. It would be so easy to call him permanent damage. So easy to kill him. That reminded me of Aftran. She was a friend too, and pulling her out of the Yerk pool meant excruciating Candrona starvation unless I could think of a solution. I don't know how Jake did it. How did he make life or death decisions and not go insane with guilt and grief? Well, you see, the trick there, Cassie, is that he does. The He's just is, very good at acting. The thing is, is he is slowly going insane. Uh, you just don't know it. So that's fun. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, so she goes to check on Axe, and um, apparently Eric has been teaching him how to play rock, scissors, paper. It's rock, paper, scissors. I've heard a lot of people say rock, scissors, paper. That's not Do you right. say rock, paper, scissors, or rock, scissors, paper? Rock, paper, scissors. Because that's right. That's because. Sh- tell us in the comments if you say rock, pa- rock, scissors, paper. Do we? Because that means we... that you're you're a British quote unquote person. <laughs> I think they say that mean? like that in the UK. I think they say rock, scissors, paper, or paper, scissors, rock, or something, something mm-hmm. wacky like that in that wacky land that of tea and crumpets. Funky land. Um, that furthers your hypothesis your head canon your theory that axe is uh british that he's british yeah (laughs) that he's english he's fucking english (laughs) he's fucking english is he is it in it anyway um (laughs) he's trying to get his he's trying to get his his brain around the rules because he's like yeah scissor cuts paper but i don't understand why that paper wraps rock rocks don't breathe how does this hurt them She's like, it's kind of weird. And he's like, weird, yes. This is why I now owe Eric one million and seven dollars. <laughs> They've been betting money on it this whole time. <laughs> Which is very funny. And he's like, one million and seven dollars. Is that a great deal of money? And she's like, um, it's, it's, yeah, up so it's up there. And he's like, I don't see it up there. I don't see it up there. <laughs> Eric's like, don't worry about it. We'll play later and you'll win all the money back from me. And then he's Um, like, no, wait. I think I see it. I'll go get it. And then he, like, steps forward and (laughs) spasm races through his body and he falls down. And Eric's like, yeah, he's been like this all day. He'll seem fine and then he'll he'll act weird. I like the idea that Eric and the Chi, but specifically Eric, um, it's like, the, the reason that he has the funds to like get through his thousands of years of life is that he, it's through gambling, uh, and he just like rips everybody off. 
that. Yeah. Um, but sh- but Cass is like, you need to tell me where the gland is. Where's the tree of gland? And he's like, you said the test wouldn't cover the tree of gland. You said we didn't have to know all the glands. Oh man, he thought he was back in school. I don't know why that was really like that. Really, I don't know why that really got me. I don't know why, because I think it's the fact that Axe also had a normal, well, semi-normal life mm-hmm. uh, before all this shit, and he went to school and he got distracted by girls at school, and I don't know, it was sad. <laughs> Made me sad. <gasps> really sad. Oh, and then her dad shows up. And he's like just that. What are you doing here? And he's and she's like, you know, I'm uh just chilling. And he's like, You can't fool me, Cassie. I know you were in that empty stall. You were pretending you were a horse, weren't you? And she's like, Yeah, Dad, you caught me. <laughs> she hadn't pretended to be a horse since she was five. Okay, maybe six. <laughs> but she she them. feeds and waters the animals once he leaves because she said she did. Um, and he's she starts to gather all the stuff she's going to need because it's going to be a very quick turnaround to saving Axe's life. Um, so she's like, all right, bone saw. Cool. Um, maybe like this and maybe one of these. Um... Hemostats, retractors, scissors, syringes, circuital thread, cotton ball, bandages, betaine, alcohol, alcohol, all of those things. He's starting to come down with the sickness. He is an alcohol. (laughs) (laughs) Bandages. She finds what's called a hole saw. Um, It's like a corkscrew, except instead of a It's a saw that makes a hole. It's a saw that makes a hole. And like for birdhouses, but she's gonna use it to drill through the bone in Ax- through Axis's skull. Yeah, his skull. Yeah. Um Fun. All of a sudden, uh um well Tobias had left to go check on Rachel and he comes back and he's kinda of flipping kinda of weird and then he's um he plummets into the into the ground and he's like, Oopsie, sorry, I didn't drink the punch. <laughs> he's fucked up. Uh so she puts him in a cage. Um, and then she's like, I tried to get a grip on myself. I took a couple of deep breaths. Didn't work. I wasn't calm. I feel you, girl. Are you gathering the, uh, instruments, Bryn? Mm-hmm. Yep. We're good. <laughs> good. Scalpel. <laughs> Scalpel. That's what they say on the shows. Oh my god, there's a lot of- God, there's a lot of- Oh, there's a lot of tools going on there. <laughs> I took a bunch of- I took a bunch of pens out of my- thing and then I had to put them all back in. Uh, I didn't realize okay. how loud it was gonna be. No, it's okay, it's important for the surgery. Um but basically uh seems like Cassie might be the only one left. She's the leader now, the leader of one, the last little monkey jumping on the bed. Rough 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 stuff. Um but she um she she's like, do you have any? Uh, I'm doing a report on brain surgery. Do you have any? Uh, she goes to her house and she's like, do you have any any books I can help? Um, and she's like, thanks. Rachel has the flu. I told her I'd keep her co- company a while. And she's like, don't you don't you uh, don't you get the flu? And she like grabs her coffee cup and takes a uh, takes a swig. And and Cassie notices. Uh, she remembers the day they got that cup. They were at the amusement park. 
and they have one of those photo booths where you put your face on another body, and we all decided to go as supermodels, and then she thought it was so funny, she put it on a cup, and she's like, I'm not feeling good. I'll tell her, I said, lying, the way I had to lie so often since Elfanger gave us the power to morph. She really does not like lying. <laughs> In almost every book, she's since the, um, the departure, she's like, I lied. I've lied so much recently. <laughs> like This poor kid. I feel so bad for her that she has to yeah. do the thing that she hates the most. Like, personally, I never have had a problem lying to my parents, but that's kind of my own issues, but I feel for her. Um, that's, that's, um, that, we don't have time to unpack all that. I um, really don't. But, um, she she goes to check on Axe what, for what could be the the last time. She rushes out of the house and goes to the barn. And uh, Eric is like, his ne- temper- temperature is 91.9. And she's like, there is no, this is fucked. This is, if, if Axe reaches the crisis before I get back, you can't go to my father or anyone else to, for help. You have, well, she's basically telling Eric, you have to let Axe die. And Axe understands. But she's st- like she knows Axe understands because he's a trained warrior cadet. But she feels like shit. She is like fucking shit. Um, why can't Eric do the surgery again? That's a good question. He's what? He's not been a do. Di- he's got thousands of books. They probably like like discuss why. Maybe it's because you know you can't have the hologram and also do the surgery. Like you have Maybe thousands of books, and not one of them is about surgery. Um, I remember earlier she did ask if any of the Chi were doctors, and he said that the guy who plays his father was a 15th century doctor. That's about it. Um, maybe it's because like his metal, he doesn't have like opposable thumbs. Maybe I don't know. I don't remember if they mentioned it. Um, but she's like getting. She's on a bike. She's trying to burn off the fear, and she's, like, blocking out all these what-ifs, like, what if everything fucks up? What if Aftran dies? What if all of these things happen? Um, and then she's like, if I failed, the Animorphs would die. <laughs> um, so she rides up to Tids- Tidwell's house. Um, he's, he's, uh, t- she, like, goes in the house. Tidwell, like, seems very uncomfortable with what is about to happen. Like, he's, like, touching his ear, like, rubbing his ear. He's, he does not want to, um do what he's about to happen um but he um uh they they lean down both of them and uh the hole begins to glisten and all of a sudden <laughs> gross <laughs> um a pencil thin wad of gray flesh <laughs> gray flesh slid out it wiggled this way and that almost as if it were tasting the air gross yum what the? <laughs> what? Not yum. <laughs> That's not right, Bryn. You can't eat that. <laughs> Could you eat a yerk? I don't want to know. Escar go. Um, no, no. <laughs> Escar no. <laughs> Escar stop. Um, Escar go and Escar stop. Morally, um, did you eat a yerk? No. 
Do you just, no, that's a person. Like, like physically slurp it down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've talked about some very upsetting things this episode. That might take the cake. Oh. Yeah, I don't like the idea of eating a worm. You know that book that's like like can like how to eat a can of worms or something? How to eat bread worms. Yeah, uh, uh, I feel like sick. Like I feel, I feel like I'm getting down with the sickness, Brynn. That is so. Uh, uh, ew, no, 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 no. That no. is so funny. No. Why do you not bother by this? I, I don't know. Um. <laughs> oh, speaking of. Yeah, this co- this description this this description contradicts what's on the cover. A pencil thin wand of wet gray flesh. That's a flatworm. That's a tapeworm. Homie, I don't have any answers. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the truth. I don't know the answers. I'm sorry. I but uh, uh, he goes from like his like tapeworm form to like his normal slug form um and Tidwell's like man I I just I feel like shit I feel like shit babes just want him back <laughs> he's like I feel so empty inside feels like shit just want her back <laughs> like I feel empty inside uh but she starts to acquire the yerk woo 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 um and she's like this is this is the enemy you know, I'm I'm morphing the enemy. Um, and uh, she starts to like fall and falling. This <laughs> and oh, it was yeah, over. This description of of like her morphing to a yerk. It's pretty it bad. Yeah, but it was pretty bad. I'm gonna read it for you. Um, my body turned cold as the thick slime slid down my throat, packing my esophagus. Somehow I was still breathing, maybe through my skin. A wave of nausea rolled through me as the cold, thick mucus hit my stomach and intestines. I felt them shrivel up and disappear. The mucus wrapped itself around my heart, and my heart withered and stopped beating. Slime stuffed my arms to my sides and glued my legs together. I felt it seep seep through my flesh until it hit bone. The cold slime turned my bones to ice, and then they shattered into a zillion pieces. The floor rushed up to meet me as I fell off the chair. I hadn't begun to shrink yet, and I lay there, the world's largest slug, my entire body made up of slick, squishy flesh. Only my eyes remained unchanged. They stared right straight up at the ceiling. Um, his, Mr. Tidfold's face became cloudy as mucus coated my eyes. His face disappeared, and my eyes dissolved completely. Then my body curled in on itself, tightening, tightening, becoming smaller and smaller. And it was over. The transformation was complete. I was a yerk. That wasn't necessarily disgusting, but it was fucking It was for me! I don't like slime. Did I? Did you see the meme? I sent her the meme. Yeah, <laughs> I sent her the meme while she was reading this very dramatic thing. I sent her the feels like shit, babe. Just want feels like feels shit. Just want her back. That's Tidwell. I've, I've never seen that meme, but I feel that. Anyway, um, I like the description so, of her bones shattering. 
Um, yeah. Gross, nasty. Um, but uh, she's like, man, this uh, sucks. I can't fucking see anything. I can do bat like echolocation, but I can't see anything. And then she she finds Tidwell's ear canal, and she's like, ah, yes, slurp, slurp, slurp. <laughs> she squiggles in there, um, and presses herself into the cracks and crevices of the brain, and she's like, whoa! <coughs> she doesn't cough. She doesn't. <coughs> she's fine. Um, she's like, ah, it's like being alive again. The sound of water dripping into the sink sounded beautiful. It was lights on after being forever in a mine shaft. Overwhelming, joyful. It was dazzling, dizzy, delirium. And this is when I realized, wait, this is trippy. It's like she morphed both Ilum and Mr. Tidwell. If you think about it. Mm-hmm. Didn't we talk about this in, like, one of our first episodes? Yeah, we, we, we raised the question of what it's like to morph a yerk and then go into a body. Which is like take it's like morphing two bodies, mm-hmm. kind of, yeah. Well, I mean, there's always been like comparisons between what the kids do and what the Yerks do because they're both, like we've said like several times, they're both forms of identity theft, regardless of like the intent. It's still identity theft. You are still taking the identity of a of a of a of a being, and that's why morphing sentient creatures without their consent is a no-no for the Animorphs because you're literally stealing their identity. But with this, she does have Tidwell's consent mm-hmm. and she can see, um, she can under, like, she can, like, see through his memories and all this stuff. And then she says something that I highlighted that was very interesting. Um, I had a job to do and not much time. I clamped down on my yerk desire to explore the new world. The reason I highlighted this is because this seems to be one of the only, uh, I guess, instincts of, of yerks. Like, because usually when you morph a, a creature, you get their instinct. It's mm-hmm. very fascinating to me that the main instinct of the yerks is not evil. It's not corruption. It's not even the desire to like be to like have a host and to take a slave body. It's curiosity. Mm-hmm. That was why it highlighted it. That was very mm-hmm. interesting to me. Was that it's it's not you know it's it's a very it's wonder and joy. Mm-hmm. A lot of what, what Cassie describes the feeling as is like oh it's absolutely incredible. It's pure joy to be blind and then to see. You know. Mm-hmm. I just thought that was very interesting, and I highlighted it. Oh, yeah. It's a really important point. Um, I hope we get more of that. I hope... Cassie's the only one to have morphed a yerk or to even have this experience, and I really, truly hope that the other kids, like, have this... Like, are able to have this understanding at some point. Um, Mm -hmm. And, like, this the empathy for their enemy um because i think that's really important because she's the only one that understands what it is to truly like be a yerk and what their experience mm-hmm. is so it's a good point yeah i agree um but she's like crawling through his memories and she's like i don't want to see any of this this is like because she's trying to find the memory of um the yerk pool but he's seeing like She's seeing the the uh, Tidwell mourning his wife, uh, uh, climbing alone into his bed, walking into classroom as his first day as a teacher, 
Uh, and he's, she's like, I don't want to see any of this. I feel uh, very ashamed. Um, that's another important thing. I guess, um, uh, how do I explain this? It's completely capable for Yerkes to feel shame. And that's mm-hmm. something we already know, but I think it's just, I think it's very, whenever they morph into sentient creatures, it's really interesting because it's like, oh, I don't really have many instincts. The 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 instincts and desires are mostly the same as mine because we're both sentient mm-hmm. and that's really important. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, like, Yerkes, I think they do feel shame. I think they can. Obviously, I mean, Ilum definitely did. And Aftran yeah. did, too, eventually. But I just think it's... I just... I, I mean, I'm always, I've been fascinated by Yerk culture literally this entire time we've been doing the show. Um, but, and, I, and I, I just... I love exploring it. It's so cool. It is cool. I agree. Uh, but, but uh, yeah. But uh, she's, like, going... Uh, trying to walk and bumps into the table... And he's like, don't worry, I'm kind of a klutz. <laughs> uh, I appreciated him trying to joke. We but he, uh, yeah, she she heads out the front door. Uh, she knows how to drive, which is cool. Because, um, well, she doesn't, but Tidwell does. Um, and so she drives to the McDonald's. And she's like, I'm thinking about, like, all of the kids. Um all of the kids, uh, how they would react to this. Uh, I was hit again by how alone I was. I missed them. I missed them so much. Mm. Sad. Aww. Um, anyway, (laughs) they get to the McDonald's, and they're like, I want a happy meal with extra happy. Um, and then, beep, she hits, like, a button, um, and they go to the the kitchen. Whoosh. They go into the walk-in. Whoosh. The back of the fridge splits open. The Gleet biofilter uh, doesn't detect them. All it detects is human and Yerk, both authorized life forms. Um, and she sees down the long staircase leading to the Yerk pool. The air felt moist against my face, almost oily. Oh, it's like um, it's like Wisconsin a couple weeks ago. It was very muggy. <laughs> Don't cool. laugh at that. That wasn't funny. <laughs> I will laugh. That was a very, <laughs> that la- I I don't know if that was genuine or not, but that did feel like a very funny fake laugh. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was genuine, unfortunately. I wish it was No, genuine. unfortunately. Um but she's she's walking down the stair well, they're walking down the stairs and she's like seeing uh she's hearing all of the sounds of the it take it takes a while for all the sounds to hit. But the screaming. Just agony. Just pure pain. Um, but she's like going down and she can see the 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 expansion that is happening. The Yerk expansion. Uh the idea made her stomach cramp. And Tidwell is like giving her instructions for what to do. And and she's seeing um all of these like horrifying images, and then she hears the most horrifying sound yet, which is the sound of laughter. And she sees all these humans watching a full house rerun. And we learn that these are the voluntary hosts, the hosts who had chosen to allow Yerks to control them. They were just hanging out, watching TV, while their Yerks swam in the pool. 
somehow they managed to tune out the screams and cries from the cages. That is pretty horrifying. That is pretty Is Chapman over that there? Like, no, Chapman is unwilling. Remember? Well, well, it it's it's a uh, he's being blackmailed into yeah. So it's the consent is dubious at best. But he, technically speaking, he only fights back cuz I've been, I reread the visitor. By the way, very fucking I placed my pre-order for the for the um the new fucking graphic, graphic novel, novel for Chris Grind's graphic novel. I'm yeah, I'm getting it. It's I'm so excited. Place your pre-orders. Go support Chris Grind. He's awesome. Um do you already but, have the first one? It's already, it's already out. No, I don't. I need to buy the first one, though. I've seen it. One of my friends owns it, and they showed me it, and I was like, fuck, this is so cool. I love Mr. 3 in those because he does have a dump truck ass, and that's very funny to me. But uh, uh, unrelated to Mr. 3's dump truck ass, uh, I was rereading The Visitor, and Chapman uh, only fights back if his daughter is in danger because mm-hmm. Chapman is a Chad. Chadman. Yeah. <laughs> Chadman. I love Chapman so much. I love every iteration of Chapman, even when he's kind of an asshole in the Andalite Chad Chronicles. Man. Chadman. Um mm-hmm. Oh, but anyway, um she's like watching all of these controllers get their years taken out of them, and they're like screaming and just she's like trying to keep Mr. Tidwell's face expressionless. If a flicker of concern crossed my face, we'd risk getting caught. Um, and then she's like, Ilum probably goes through this all the time. He has to make sure he acts like a regular regular yerk. And that meant acting like his host's feelings meant nothing to him. But they don't. Because they're in love. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I really want... I really want, like, a sappy romance novel of Tidwell and Ilum... Go working through each other's trauma. <laughs> we can have that. I'm very, I'm very lonely. <laughs> we can make that happen. <laughs> I'm very lonely. I know, but I know. <laughs> I'm laughing at how lonely I am that I'm asking for this. <laughs> yeah. Um, but there is this one person who, uh, well, it stuck out to me. She, like, gets her head dunked in, gets her head pulled out, and she doesn't scream or cry, but she has this just look on her face of just pure hatred. That was just cool to me. Mm-hmm. Um, when uh, all of a sudden, uh, one of the men who gets his head shoved down uh, um, goes and runs away, uh, tries to run away, and then the hork controllers grab him, and he's like, Why can't you kill me? Why can't you kill me? <laughs> Uh, I'm laughing, but it's really sad. Mm-hmm. This um, is horrible. This is a- oh yeah, this whole thing is horrifying. I, I don't want people to think I don't think this is horrifying. No, we just because I'm making jokes. <laughs> Thank God. Um, it's horrible. But uh, it's, they, it's suddenly uh, uh, Cassie Tidwell Illum's turn, and um, she gets her head dunked in. Uh, but well, first, uh, it's important out. to note that, uh, yeah, it's important to note she has Ilum in a little plastic baggie. 
full of water um, inside of her and her inside of her jacket pocket. So when she gets dunked under, she very quickly like opens the bag, and Ilum goes swimming out, and she's like, "I gotta find him." Um, and then she slithers out, and she's like, "I'm blind and deaf and and blind, almost deaf and mute." But the strange part is, I doesn't, I, I don't care. I doesn't care. I'm with my brothers and sisters. Uh, if I had a mouth, I would have let out a long ah of satisfaction. I was home. I was home. <laughs> um, She's like, what? what? <laughs> I have to get. I have to find after it. it. It's interesting that the other instinct, besides curiosity and the urge to like explore the world, is to is like the only other york instinct is like kinship with their brothers and sisters. Yeah. It's like yeah. the curiosity and the love of like home. Um, Rin. What? You know what that makes me think? What? Those are very human instincts. Mm-hmm. Okay. I just that just thought of that. Curiosity yeah. is one of at least in fiction one of the defining traits of humanity is our also desire and capacity to learn. Historically, if without curiosity, we would not be like where we are now. Most of the early, um, like, dis- human discoveries have been a product of curiosity. So not just in fiction, but in reality too. Um, yeah. Interesting. Interesting. That's very interesting. Ooh. Interesting, David. Wow. Um, but they, um, she <laughs> notices a box do. in the. <laughs> In the water? <laughs> Just a box no, sitting there. I, I imagine it's like a shoebox. Uh, but it has to, it's smaller than a shoebox. Oh, right. It's smaller than a bread box, bigger than a car. I think it's like a... Like a Lego box. Did you ever build yeah. boxes out of Legos? Yeah, I know exactly of what you speak. Mm-hmm. I think it's like a ring box. It's oh. a box, like either way. Yeah. yeah, it's a box. Um, and she's like scrunch thrusting, like swimming. <laughs> um, very funny. It's very funny. Um, and she like it sees that the metal box is too small to like, like the holes are too small for a year to squeeze through. Um, the latch looked pretty basic. It wouldn't be too hard to open if I had hands. I could demorph. However, hmm, that wouldn't be ideal, would it? No. Um. But uh, um. she suddenly sees um, paloosh. Someone gets their head dunked in, and it's like, oh, it's like a, a like a young a young woman. Um, and it's like, hmm, she can't be that much older than I am. Oh, and then all of a sudden. I am ready to interrogate the prisoner. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, <laughs> that voice. It was the voice of evil. <laughs> it ripped through me, sending spikes of terror through my small, small soft, soft body. body. Um. <laughs> the darkness emanating <laughs> across the universe. <laughs> It's Visser 3. He's here. Visser 3. Um, the dark, the wannabe dark emperor of the galaxy. Blah, 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 blah. It's, um, 
it's it's he's, it's it's it's, it's Esplin. It's Esplin. God, how much of a fucking serve would it be for someone to be like Esplin? Shut the fuck up! Like just call him by his name. Esplin, that would be so funny. Fuck up. Esplin, shut the hell your mouth. Mm. But he's like, everyone is invited to the infestation pier. You're invited to witness the fate of traitors. It's like a fucking concert. Like, <laughs> he, 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 I mean, he just went to a seminar. He took notes. He, he, took, he took notes on how to do a good TED talk. He paid attention. Do you think he, he went attention. to the seminar or do you think he gave the seminar? I think he went to the seminar because he's only visitor right. three. Maybe he did like a speech, but I think Where he like we... went there. And it was a corporate was training. Where it? I think they've mentioned. No, they've mentioned visitor four. I've been thinking right? about this a lot. Where is visitor two? Just Where... hanging around the galaxy doing nothing. What? I don't know. Where are they? What? Who are they? I'm so... Why are they? <laughs> Why is Gamora? <laughs> like, they're... I, I don't know. Um, Maybe they're, like, the other ultimate evil. <laughs> maybe they're just stupid. <laughs> like, maybe, that would be funny. I think we would have seen them by now if they were the other ultimate evil. Or yeah, we well, they're still only, before. like, half... We're, we're, like, around halfway through. I don't maybe know. We have met them, and they're <gasps> just in the sky. Mm. Maybe. Ooh. Anyway, um. Oh, anyway. Um. Uh. Cassie is like, all right. Got to morph the. Got to get in the girl. Got to get in the girl. <laughs> She's like, scrunch <laughs> thrusting over right. to the over to the uh the the girl, and she's like, gotta get in there, and she like, like goes into the ear canal, um, and she's like, oh, she's a voluntary host. Uh, and she's like, nope, can't let her get anything from me. Can't let her get anything from me. Don't think about it. 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 <laughs> like, mm-hmm. um, but uh, uh, Visser Three pulls the cage out of the water and is like unlatches it and then like hel- holds her up, like just like <laughs> a very funny image. To- like it's horrifying, but it's very funny of like just a horseman holding up a sc- a, sc- a slug. And he's like, you'll tell me everything. And then I'll have you use my imagination to come up with a nice, long, painful way for you to die. Mm, yeah. You know. But, yeah. uh, um, Cassie, Cassie football tackles him. Fully football tackles him and bites him. And she's like, oh, yeah. he's like, what the? F-? He's like, fuck! <laughs> she's like, bites his wrist, grabs after him. Like, fully just, like, chomps. Chomps on this horse man. Um, and books it. Books it. Mm-hmm. For the year. Books pool. it. Yeah. She Polish. dives into the water. Um, Polish. Dives into the water, pulls out of the girl's brain, uh, um, and is like, hmm. Alright, mm-hmm. I have to become human now. Um, because the because she wants to morph into a bird, but the only way she can do that is to morph into a human. So she's starting to morph into uh, a human inside of the Yerk pool with thousands of Yerks who could potentially morph or get into her ear. And uh, she's like, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. And then she like uh, uh, has her just her nose breaks the surface 
uh, to to breathe, and um, and he's like, Vishnu is like, no one touch her. I want the pleasure of killing her myself after I find out everything that's in her pathetic excuse for a mind. And then, whew, swimming, swimming, swimming. He, uh, Visser 3 catches the girl, uh, realizes she doesn't have a host body, or doesn't have a, a yerk inside of her. And Cassie's like, ignore them, ignore them, ignore them. <laughs> swimming, I'm swimming, I'm swimming. Um, and she's like, oh god, I need to find Aftran. Wait, I can, I can morph into an osprey, that'll help me. Uh, where's Aftran? Aftran, please, Aftran, get into my talons, hurry! Um, and then she, like, feels, uh, 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 a slithering inside of her talons, and she hopes that that is Aftran. All you can do is hope. I, I thought that was foreshadowing. Me too, I thought it was it's, not it's, it's not. It's not. I, it, it is. Um, but she's like, alright, let's go, Wee! And she, like, foof, out of there. A foof is that being the uh, medical term. Um, she almost gets she gets shot by a, a fucking pew, a, gun. a gun, and uh, all of a sudden she gets shot by another thing that is like what what Visser Three morphed into, which is like a giant squid uh, that can shoot off numbing gel, uh, like numbing yeah. slime. <laughs> um, and she's like, gotta go. Think of my, think of my homies. Think of Axe. Think of Jake, Rachel, Tobias, Marco, Mom, Dad. Go, 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 go. <laughs> um, but she like suddenly reaches out of the reach of the tentacles. Mister Tidwell is like doing like like pumping his fist and in, in. Yeah, but the like that was just uh, that was very inspiring to me. I shout out to Mister Tidwell. He's great. Um, Mr. Three is mad. All of a sudden, um, she has a, a sharp, acrid scent. Her own feathers, because do 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 do, hunter robot. It doesn't. It's not a problem, because she gets up above it and shits, shits on it. <laughs> and this, I also wrote, I bro, don't even tell me shit saves the day. <laughs> it does. Does. Shit saves the day. Great. After shit hits um, But she, um... She goes uh, to um, the walk-in. Yeah. I don't know how she survives, but... Yeah, I don't... Yeah. I don't... I don't know. Um, oh, she almost... Because, oh, I know how... It's because she... It's like going for it. She's She's like, I'm gonna go through... And if I die, a I lady die, shows up. Shows up, and so and because she's human, it, the system's like it's whatever, and she just flies over the lady's head. Good timing. Yeah, very t- well timing. Uh, and she gets um, like she's just out of the out of the McDonald's. She gets hurt, and one like a, a kid and her dad, like a kid and his dad, like take care of her. And he's like, you know what's cool? Humans. Nine out of ten humans are pretty decent creatures. Based and positive pilled. Humans are great. I love ours. I love ours. I love us. Humans are uh, wonderful. Mm-hmm. Anyway, she's free. And then she's, she's like, <laughs> she goes it's back not. <laughs> it's never over. And then Erica's like, 
he's in crisis. <laughs> oh shit, I, when I was reading this for the first time when I got to this, I was like, oh right, I forgot about that. Right. Oh right, oh shit. shit. Right, right, right. Oh, uh, but she gets Eric to set up a hologram. She's like, all right. She like drops off uh, uh, Aftran in the sink. She washes up her hands. She's like, oh god, okay. Where is this? I don't know what to do. Like, she doesn't know what to do. And then she's like, wait, wait, wait. Aftran! And she, like, gets Aftran and is like, hey, uh, I need you to, um, do this for me. She, like, puts him in, in Axe's non-existent ear because I don't believe in canon. And, um, uh, she's <laughs> what? <laughs> Nothing. That's right. Just like the ears. Nothing. <laughs> um, she like like the like like she like crawls into the ear and then she's like Cassie and she's like it's me I'm here uh we got you away from Visser 3 please tell me where the triage gland is um please tell me uh where what to do and then she's like I found it Cassie it feels very warm just tell me where to cut um and then she's like the triage gland is in the back of it, in the back of the head. It's even with the bottom of his ears, dead center. This is where I wrote, "Fuck ears." Ears. <laughs> so if you don't know already, Jenny has something against ears on andalites. She thinks I don't like drawing shit. andalites with ears. Mm-hmm. I like drawing yeah, them without yes. ears. I think it makes them look more alien. I like their weird little shell ears. I like how they look like butterfly ears. I don't like their cre- their weird elf- I don't like their butterfly ears. I don't like their elf ears. Um, but anyway, she's anyway. like fully doing brain surgery at this point. Like yeah. scraping the bone of Axe's she, skull. I, and I she's like, oh god. She makes an incision laterally. She makes one vertically, like bisecting it. And then she takes the clamps and like peels back his skin. So she can work with the bone. I like this mm-hmm. small detail that Axe's blood is like blue black because I think other colors mm-hmm. of blood are fe- like just super cool. And I love how they like affect every other part of the anatomy. Um, but that's like off topic. Um, yeah, I remember. Um, I remember in the Andalite Chronicles when they first meet Lauren and Chapman, and Chapman has a boo boo on his head. A uh, 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 Fortnite is like, ew, they have red blood. Gross. <laughs> Right. And I love um this this is like my favorite thing. I, I love it when like in sci fi specifically like the color of blood like really affects what color like the the undertones of like the person or of the aliens and it's like my biggest pet peeve when it doesn't. Like for example, in this sh- one of my favorite shows I hate to admit it, but one of my favorite shows is the one hundred. Um and Oh yeah. In that show, a couple of people, a couple of notable people have black blood, and, but, like, their lips are still pink, and, like, the veins in their eyes are still pink, and, like, they still blush. Their skin. Like, their skin is not gray, and it pisses me off so much. Like, it just, oof, pet peeve of mine. Anyway, so I thought that was a nice little detail, since actually is blue. Anyway, so she, like, peels back the skin, um, Mm -hmm. Aftran is like Aftran is like giving her like notes at, at notes. all all throughout this. Yeah, and she's and Aftran is also trying to, which I think was really cool. She's slowing Axe's heart heart rate yes to calm him down super fast. So she's slowing it and like actively controlling his. Breathing. That's interesting. 
that is because we haven't really seen i mean well i guess we have seen a, a year control the biological functions of a person considering how often viscer three morphs and that's a biological function of a person's body not their mind all the other yerks are just i wonder if you can how deep does it go could a yerk change dna i don't think so but they can slow down heartbeat yeah but like i think a heartbeat and dna is different that's true i do remember that fully biological you know like on the deepest level and i guess it's also possible for some normal humans in real life to physically slow down their heartbeat Mm -hmm. that is true so i guess Um, they never mind (laughs) yeah no it was a good thought it was a good thought but i don't think they can do it um Mm -hmm. anyway yeah so she's sterilizing the bone like his because she's she's Mopped up all the blood. She scraped away some of the muscle to get to the bone of his skull. She sterilizes it, and then she has the whole saw and punches a hole through his skull right above the tree gland, and she can see it. And it's like this deep purple bulging spot right over, right above the, like, fleshy, fatty material of his brain. It's gross. Uh, Nasty. Um and, um and she literally just cuts it out and throws it away. Yeah, she's like she's like like hold this, my left eye, sweat. And then she's like, okay, let's do it. So badass. So badass. She cuts it out and then she replaces the circle of yeah. bones that will fuse back and then stitches smooths so, over yeah. skin and stitches him up. And then he starts to his his blood pressure goes down, his heart rate is slowing down, and all of a sudden He's waking up, and he's starting to scream. And she's like, what's wrong? And she's like, "Like, am I hurting him? And she's like, nope. He's screaming because there's a yerk in his head. Uh, and she's like, Axe, like, like, I, I needed to put Astrid in you to save your life. And he's like, you sh- you sh- he's saying you should have let me die. You should have let me die. I would rather, I would have killed myself before I let a yerk infest me. And, and she's like, he doesn't understand. And, he, and Aftrin is like, yes, yeah, she he does. does. Yes, he does. I'm coming out. <laughs> and then he's... She she squ- squirts out of <laughs> Axe's <Never> ear. <laughs> and <laughs> Axe suddenly, like, kicks up. And he's like, get it away from me! Get it away from me! Don't let it touch me! Um, and then he's, like, probably... Like, he probably thought that he'd been captured and infested. And Axe is, um, very upset. Um, that that Cassie has done this, and he's like, this. She's like, Visitor Three was planning on interrogating Aftran tonight. He discovered she was part of the peace movement, and he's like, filthy yerk. Yeah, that's racist acts. We don't appreciate. Axe. Hashtag Axe is over party. I discovered your racist tweets. You are canceled. I'm canceling Axe. You can't cancel Axe. You're not allowed to cancel X. I know he's my second favorite. I know. Can't cancel him. He's my boy. Oh, um, and like I feel I get that he was feeling violated. That's his like sworn enemy or whatever, but also she just saved her life. He'll he'll get over. No, it. yeah. Um, yeah, but I mean the reason that I mean part of the reason why he's so like violently upset with this is cuz like he's just been delirious and feverish for like the past day and a half. Yeah, and I know when I'm fever, I'm mad at anything. If it moves, I'm pissed. 
After yeah. I wake up like a fever dream, pissed off. I'll fight anything that moves. Um, yeah. I so I feel bad. Um, but he's like, um, uh, Eric is like, well, I'm gonna go take him out. Uh, you know, I'm gonna go let him recover. And she's like, uh, thanks. I could have gotten through all of this without you. And he's like, yes, you could have. But you're welcome. What a king. Icon. Icon. Legend. An icon, um, a legend. And he is the moment. Um, yeah. Now come on now. Now come but on she, now. But she goes to the sink and she looks down at Aftran. And she's like, she has this realization. And this is a purple highlight, ladies and gentlemen, and those in between. This is very important. She had questioned the beliefs that she was raised with. And ultimately, she had chosen to turn against her society, to turn away from everything she had once believed, to become the enemy of those closest to her. Aftran had sacrificed so much. She experienced all the richness and wonder of our world. But when she decided she did not have the right to control another, she had been strong enough to give it up to save a little girl's life. She chose to fight. She battled to free us all. And Aftran, well, Cassie gathers Aftran up and sticks her in the ear. And she's like, I knew you would come for me. I knew you would help me. Thank you for, and Cassie's like, thanks for helping me save Axe's life. Uh, And this is, I mean, this is the moment where like, oh yeah, it literally is Aftran. I thought, you know, maybe they were going to pull a fast one on us, but Mm -hmm. no, it, it is, it is her. It is the bestie. It's It's the queen herself. And she's like, uh, Aftran is like, Cassie, uh, there's something I need you to do for me. And she's like, I need you to kill me. And Cassie's like, no fucking way I'm doing that. And she's like, no, no, please, please end my life now. Uh, I'd rather do this. I'd rather die now than die of um, horrible Candrona starvation. I don't want to meet Nazi Sauron. Mm. I don't want to do that. Um, It's really terrible. (laughs) It's a bad look for me. Um, and then she's like, wait, you could stay in me. And she's like, no way. You'd have to go to the Yerk pool every two, every three days. That's not ideal either. You know, Visser 3 would learn everything about you. You know, that's really bad. And she's like, it's not, it's not so bad to die for what you believe in. There are much worse deaths. Um, and suddenly it cuts to, um, kids chilling at the beach. They're all better now. Big and Axe shift. is still big tone shift. Axe is, but Axe is still kind of not having a good time because he's like, there was a yerk in my head, in my head, head. <laughs> um, and all of a sudden they see, they see like, oh no, she's coming. We gotta go say goodbye. And uh, they're like, like they're waiting for something. And all of a sudden, paloosh, a humpback whale leaps out of the water. All the way out of the water. There should be a picture of that scene under the dictionary. Under beauty and joy. Um, and they're like, because cause this is what the solution was. They're like, all right. Why don't you we, just read uh, the next, why don't you just read like the last yeah. page? Uh, on Aftran's second day out of the Yerk pool, everyone in the group was well enough for a short meeting. We all agreed that we couldn't let Aftran die. It was Jake who thought of the way to save her. He suggested that we give her the power to morph on the condition that she chose one morph and chose what she choose one morph and stay in it forever. It was just safer that way for everyone. Like I said, the decision was unanimous. Aftran took another sparking flight. I felt like my heart was leaping with her. Whoa, good leap, Marco exclaimed. It felt good. We were all together again. 
alive, well, and Aftran was free. How amazing was that? Aftran's moving out. She's heading for the deep ocean, Tobias announced. She must feel like she's in paradise, I said. Can you imagine living in the ocean after the Yerkpool, and in that body, fast, powerful, able to see, hear, feel, and communicate? I bet she'll miss the fight, though, Rachel added. She's done her part, Jake said. I thought back to that moment when I had first allowed Aftran into my head. One decision, so many consequences. I caught Jake watching me. What? I asked. He shrugged. Just wondering what you were thinking. Nothing very profound, I said. Just, just what? Just that every now and then we actually win one. He nodded. Sometimes we do win, he agreed. This time? This time, Cassie. You won. And that's the end of the book! Yay! Ah, what a fun book! What a fun book! Ah, it was so good. Oh my god. Oh my god. Do you wanna... <laughs> you okay? Yeah, I'm good. I'm just stretching. Um, okay. Because I've been like... <laughs> you should see me through the... I've been like hunched over in front of my mic. Uh, this entire time, like you know that graphic that you have of you drawing. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Ninety degrees. Ninety degrees. Same energy. Um. Yeah, something in my chest just popped. Anyway, do you want? Oh God. <laughs> oh yeah, sure. Um, I really, I, I, I like this book a lot. I, I liked it. I thought it was really good. Um, I'm a bit on the fence though about because I remember. I remembered uh, th- back in the, the departure, I made the claim that Aftran's character is best utilized if she doesn't show up again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, although I think Aftran as a character is really interesting in this book, I personally think that her character is best utilized if she only shows up in one book. I think I will stick by that. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know if that's just, like, my desperate ego trying to continue to be right. Um, but on some level, I do think that like, a character like that works best if we don't know what happens to her. However, I do I do like what she, what she does. I, I like that she's a freedom fighter, except I guess not anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I guess that's the one thing that I didn't, that I wasn't uh, super into in, in the book. You know, does that make sense? I don't know. Yeah, maybe no, I'm just, uh, maybe I'm just, I have a fragile ego. Um, no, I don't think you have a fragile, as someone who bullies you quite frequently, I don't think you have a fragile ego. Thanks. Um, <laughs> I, I should know. Um, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> just, just because I'm mean to you. Um, but yeah, that's a, that's a good point. Um. I think it wasn't necessary to bring her back. She was a fully realized, fully effective character on her own in the departure, and it really wasn't necessary to bring her back. Um, I really enjoy her, so I'm glad we had her again, and I thought that the um, between X's sickness and the 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 heist rescue mission i think they like those two narratives those two storylines plot points like complemented each other really well in this book and mm-hmm. i think that um i personally like that aftran um 
gave us a chance to kind of explore the um oh like gave us a reason a valid excuse to explore like yerk instincts and yerk um culture a little bit more with tidwell because i feel like Aftrin and tidwell and ilum are kind of a foil for each other um so I like that her reappearing in the story gave us that excuse and that excuse. And because I'm a sappy bitch, I do like that she got a happy ending. Um, mm-hmm. But I, it wasn't necessary. Like it, uh, it would have been fine without her. Um, the story would have been like I think just as rich. But just because um, I think she's <laughs> cool, <laughs> um, I I enjoy the book. Other nevertheless. Um, yeah, I feel like, I mean, I, I again, I, I like what they did with Aftran's character, and I like that what Cassie said here, like, she didn't choose to wallow in despair, she chose to fight, she battled to free us all. I think that's interesting, you know, mm-hmm. but I really do feel like some characters are better off if we, if if they're just in one book. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I guess I'd have to think about it for longer. I, I could come up, I could end up disagreeing with this opinion later <laughs> i don't know and um i mean okay. it's, it's okay if you keep that opinion too it's an opinion. Yeah. i know that like i predicted <laughs> it's funny because i predicted that Aftrin wouldn't show up again and then mm-hmm. she did but now i'm going to predict again that she won't show up unless they're going to she's going to be a freedom fighter whale which would be kind of iconic <laughs> i'm not gonna lie <laughs> Unless there was like a deep sea situation where they happened to run into her in the vastness of the ocean, um, I agree with you that I don't think she's going to show up again. Um, like this feels pretty final, but um, yeah, yeah, I really am excited to to see. But well, I, I want to talk about the good uh, as well. I feel like I don't want to come across as overtly negative because I still think this book is overall excellent. Um, mm-hmm. It's really well done. Uh, I love a plot where everything is going wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like it where everything's going wrong and everything's going wrong. Book. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like the character of Ilum and Tidwell. Mm-hmm. I kind of want them to come back. Me too. Um, I hope we see them again. Yeah. Um, I like. I. I. I hope that um, Axe getting an, a yerk in his head becomes something he has to deal with for the rest of his, you know, for the other books that he's narrates, I hope that becomes a thing. But, you know, we've actually been kind of off on those kinds of predictions. Like, we thought that same thing for Tobias, learning that he is Axe's right. uncle, or, or Axe is his uncle. And yeah. we were like, oh, yeah, that's going to be important. And then it wasn't. How is that not a bombshell? I, I don't know. Especially because these are, like, tweens. Everything is a bombshell. The tweens. Yeah, it really... They just didn't... I don't know. <laughs> I don't know! But, um... Yeah. Uh... That, oh, God. Do I even have any more thoughts? Uh... Uh... Do you have thoughts on that brain, Jenny? I'm trying to think. <laughs> Feeling kind of delirious. <laughs> um... Oh, ratings. Um, what do you rate it, Bryn? Well, um... <coughs> oh my god. Like a, probably like a... 
want to rewrite it. Are we going out of ten? <laughs> Bryn. Yes. <laughs> Shit. Like an eight out of ten. Oh, really? I was gonna rate it like a a nine point five. Oh wow. I did think cool. it was very good. The 8. point five 5. is just I wish Aftron wasn't in it. Eight point five out of ten. Okay. Well, evidently we don't have any more thoughts. If you have any more thoughts, you can email us at the Club at gmail.com or you can add us on Twitter at Animorphin. That's A-N-I-M-O-R-P-H-I-N. Or you can DM us on Twitter at that same at. Or you can send us a voice message on Anchor. Those are always fun. All we ask is no spoilers. Next week, oh, Bryn. Bryn. Megamorphs. Alfanger secret. Oh, I wonder what the secret's gonna be. Maybe this will be a, finally a Megamorphs that. Can I be honest? I don't think a lot of the Megamorphs really tie into the main plot. They don't that much. Uh, like the first two don't, but this one actually. Oh wait, maybe this is gonna be you know that thing that Alfanger buried in the ground. Uh-huh. I bet that's what they're gonna find. Um, I'm gonna full disclosure. Full disclosure. Can I can I be honest with you? I just opened the book. I just opened the book because I wanted to see like the the pro like you know like look at the uh mm-hmm. the table of context and stuff to see who is narrating it. And she doesn't have a chapter where she's narrating, but I accidentally scrolled down a page and I did see the word Melissa. And I know you are obsessed. Ah, I love Melissa Chapman. <laughs> We've been talking about her for several days. We both, Jenny had a yes, dream. Yes, oh, because I had a dream. <laughs> In my head, Melissa's goth. She's like that 90s oh, dude. witch goth. Yeah. In my head, Melissa is a small, I mean, I mean, goth is, yeah, they describe her as being like a pale blonde elf girl. But in my head, uh, she's half Asian and, and Mrs. Chapman is Asian. Um, so mm-hmm. I, I do think that the goth would be interesting. She, she's just very sad. <laughs> she just has a sad I life. I think, I'm, yeah, I know. Highest, yeah. Goth. It, goth some You're like, of, like the hex girl. Of, yeah. Some sort of hex girl-ness, um, that like, that's the highest honor that I can dis- bestow on a character. Like that's the, it's like a badge. It's like, especially side characters, if I really like them, I'm like, you're now goth. So it's, it's how you know that I like them. I love this cover because any time that the kids are next to Axe, it becomes, I don't know if I've mentioned this, it's very obvious that Axe is a painting and the children yeah. are photographs. <laughs> it's really funny to me. So but we'll get into it. We'll get into it <laughs> it's next time. very good. Also, is that Tobias in the middle? We'll get into it. We'll get we'll, we'll get, get into the cover. I can't 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 get into it now. Um, well, it's probably going to be a three part special. So get ready for the three part special, people. Get ready for it because King, after, because I can't after do this. That, today. It's going to be Animorphs. Alternomorphs. Oh, so Alternomorphs, bitches, because we're going to be in for a ride. We're going to be in for a wild ride. A wild ride. Anyway, uh, oh man. I thought the podcast would make me feel better, but I think it made me feel worse. I agree. Uh, uh, uh. I'm about to Ralph. I'm about to Ralph. Bryn, I'm gonna Ralph. Uh, uh. Oh, I feel.
feel better. Thanks for telling me not to vomit. Now I feel better. <laughs>